Matt Carmen, we made you watch San Andreas, the 2015 movie starring The Rock and the San Andreas Fault. What is your major compliment? Uh, well, my major compliment is for the scene with Carla Gugino and Kylie Minogue in the restaurant. Ooh, and, yeah. What? It was Kylie uh, Minogue? That was oh, Kylie was. Minogue. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, had my, I had my wife next to me to identify Kylie Minogue. Oh, uh, she does gosh. that for every movie. It's very handy. She's <laughs> always noticing Kylie Minogue places. Yeah, but the, exist- <laughs> the existence of Kylie Minogue was not my compliment. Uh, it was that uh, their server comes over and introduces herself as servers do briefly one time oh, and goes I hate away. That. And then when disaster strikes, Carla Gugino runs up to the server and says, Marissa, we have to get out of here. Nobody I- ever remembers their server's name. That's amazing. <laughs> I thought it was how we knew that, that, that the ex-wife, that, that, that Carla was a good person. Like I thought, that was that, that was the she character appreciates the thing. common the common working woman. Yeah, well, because because the, the the I guess Kylie Minogue she was like, oh, uh, we don't need we you know we're not ready for the specials right now, uh, like lady, like come back later. Yeah, and that's how we knew she was bad. Yeah, we knew. She, yeah, the server was like the server was like Kylie, do you want to know the specials? And she was like, no, 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 no. She she was like, "No, it's better the devil you know." I don't know enough. Is that a reference? I don't know enough. Yeah, I don't know enough. Kylie, I'm sorry. (laughs) Locomotion? I don't know. I I do. I'm gonna assume that was a killer reference, Alex. It was pretty good job. (laughs) Anytime you think a joke didn't land, just assume it was a killer reference to. You just crushed it. Oh, crushing it! (laughs) I love the idea that we know someone's evil because they don't want to hear the specials. You're like, it's yeah. true, though. Well, they're disrespecting a, you know, they're looking down their nose at the, the common folk. Is, so yeah. is I, the way I read that so. scene, maybe I was adding too much. Is I read it as, like, if this conversation doesn't go well, I'm not going to order food. Because she wanted, like, I thought she was oh, asking yeah. questions first because she was like, I'm ready to bail anyone. And I kind of liked that. was like, give me two minutes to look over the menu because if she, this girl doesn't give me good answers right now, I'm eating somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was the bitchy sister of her new rich boyfriend who wanted to make sure that uh, oh, that Emma wait. wasn't a gold digger. Because I, I, no the... I had no idea who she was. Oh, I it was a bitchy yeah. ex-wife. Uh, no, 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 bitchy no, no, sister. It was the sister, sister. Of, of the new. Because and he was like, "Yeah, my my sister really wants to meet you. You're only in town for a short while, oh. and she's very protective of me." Oh, good. So his whole family is dead. Good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. All all of them are dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone want to raise your hand if you were surprised that he turned out to be a <laughs> shithead? Anybody? Well, I was actually. Can I go into mine? Yeah, please do. I was kind of surprised. So okay, so. Um, Okay, so The Rock is just, you know, the perfect guy. Somehow, though, um, he and his, uh, his wife are no longer together. Uh, wife is now with a new rich guy who um, was the, uh, I guess, Reed Richards from the... the yeah, the Yoan Guffel. First, yeah. The first two shitty uh, Fantastic Four movies. Horatio Hornblower, sure. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't have to specify shitty. They've all been. So. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, by default. So, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so he, he's kind of an asshole, but I thought he was going to survive in the way that like Billy Zane survives uh, Titanic. You know, mm-hmm. like oh. I thought he was going to Billy Zane's way through it just by like being a dick to everyone and then still somehow like come out on top. I you thought know, he with- was actually going to redeem himself. I thought he was going to have that moment where he gets to sacrifice himself at the end to save the group. Uh, well, I mean, we he did soften the fall. Uh, he softened the fall of that piece of concrete. A little guess, bit, which so is I, nice for the concrete. This is precious, precious concrete. As I think you're too pessimistic, and Matt, I think you were too optimistic about it. I was just like, sure, he was going to be a dick, and then he was. I just like rode the middle of that the whole time. 
Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I yeah. guess my, my compliment is. Um, to I mean, I, I, I like a, I like a villain even when clearly it's uh, it's you know nature that's at fault. You know, I like I like to have a, a human villain as well. Totally. So, uh, good to have uh, uh, the shitty Ian. I don't you, know. How to Ian Griffith. Yeah, uh, you know, but but uh, crises bring out uh, our true selves, and for what him, is his name. Yeah, that was a good attempted pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I O N. You don't get three vowels in a row. Yeah. Usually, you shouldn't. You really and then shouldn't. his last name is Grafud, which is not a name. <laughs> I like. It's I not like fair. His name. I like when you see a guy on IMDb and you're like, "That's not a stage name." <laughs> well, not in this country, at least. Reese uh, Ivans. Chris, why don't you make? Why don't you go next? Oh yeah. Uh, so this movie, uh, part of it was shot in L.A. and uh, where the first earthquake happened, and part of it was shot in San Francisco where the second earthquake happened. And this movie uh, taught the audience a lot about San Francisco. Like we saw Knob Hill and learned yeah. why it was called Knob Hill. Yeah. We saw the financial district. It's not about penises. No, it's about nobility. Mm. Yeah, It's yeah, the yeah. one part of San Francisco that is not about penises. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but the thing is, the best part was when they're flying over uh, The Rock and his, his ex-wife, Emma, are flying over SFO and their plane's on fire and everything's in disarray. And that's just how SFO looks all the time. So it was a great educational... <laughs> I was going to make the same joke about Bakersfield. <laughs> uh, just parts of California are shitty, am I right? Well, yeah, because at one point they fly over Bakersfield and it's on fire and, and, and like the, I was waiting for the rocks to be like, don't worry, it's just Bakersfield. <laughs> Forget it, Emma. It's Bakersfield. Yeah. People are just smashing windows, stealing TVs, robbing each other at gunpoint. They're like, yeah, it's just that's normal Bakersfield. The earthquake didn't even touch here. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> thing about that is is the guy who has a shopping cart with a, a TV itself in the shopping cart. He took the time to unbox a TV before well, looting he it. He took a display model. Why would you take also. a display model? That thing has hundreds of hours on it already. It's, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's that much closer it's, it's to death. better value. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, love, I love both those, the Bakersfield and the SFO jokes. Those are just like classic hater joke where you're like, this is not what this movie is about. I'm going to make a joke hating a thing. Earthquakes or not, SFO is a pit of hell. Oh, yeah, it sucks. No kidding. Go, fly out of Oakland. They have this new automated train. Really like it. <sighs> but then you're in the I mean, East well, Bay. There's nothing there's to good, do there's, there. Yeah, there's reasons to do both. I'll okay. leave it at that. <laughs> and the automated train is one of the reasons to fly out of Oakland. Because <laughs> when, when a train has a robot driver, there's no driver in the front, so you can sit in the front glass and press your face against it and look at the world uh, coming at you. Yeah, do you know, like... Like uh, like Asimov's like fifth law. It was about like you know uh, <laughs> robot train drivers being a dick to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my major compliment is uh, so I, I had to write about this movie for the Willamette Week uh, here in Portland, where I'm kind of like a movie critic sometimes, and uh, yeah. I, but I wasn't able to see it in time to write about it because it the, the the screening was after our press deadline. So I just interviewed a geologist uh, and I made him watch the trailer and then I asked him questions about it and it was super fun and he was really great. Uh, and one of the things I asked him was, is, is the rock in more danger in an earthquake because he's so top-heavy? Oh. Yeah. Mm. And, mm. and what this geologist said, which is awesome, is that no, he's actually much better off because the safest thing to do is be on the ground. And so the rock was more likely to fall over and cover his head. And that's what he should be doing anyway. Oh yeah, but he, his massive bulk would stick out under from out from under a desk, and the only thing I know about earthquake drills is you're supposed to hide under a desk. Well, that's true, and and 
like the desk would be super helpful, but he could just have a bulky desk. You know, that's kind of a toss up. Oh, he could have like the rock of desks. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, Alex, then am I right in understanding that the, the true casualties of earthquakes are those like clown boppet inflatables that like never fall down? Oh, yeah, they would oh, straight dead. Right? They'd be like Bakersfield, just, just on fire the whole time. They can't, they can't <laughs> hit the deck. They keep on trying, but they keep on going up. Yeah. They, that's an interesting reading on those. Very pessimistic, too, that they just want to fall and can't. <laughs> oh, the horror. Let me die. <laughs> I hate this life so much. Please do anything. Kill me. Can you imagine? Well, can you imagine like a boxer who just like he, like his legs just keep on sending him back into the ring to get pummeled again? <laughs> that is the darkest reading on those car sales places. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, anyway, so uh, shout out to Professor Robert F. Butler, for, uh, the uh, professor of geophysics at the University of Portland, for helping. Oh, on good that. job in the middle initial, Bobby Robert. B. Because that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't call him just Robert Butler, as was taken. So. Uh, he also did say that it would be very safe to be in a helicopter during an earthquake. Uh, that's a sure. good, good plan. Yeah. Or helicopter don't care. Really? He, yeah, yeah. He, just, he said, so the only problem is that there just aren't enough helicopters for all of us, which I agree with so hard. Where's my helicopter? <laughs> I thought we fixed that after the Titanic. Yeah, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, not enough required. helicopters or hover cars. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Great panel tonight. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Kim, no, you don't have to do this. Throw me the girl. (laughs) And other intense scenarios brought to you by Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also joining me today uh, on, on third mic, he's in Northern California. He's at Ezra Fox. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Can you give me your number for my brother? He's too shy to ask. <laughs> that that guy, that kid, great wingman. Yeah. He's like, I can't wait to be twenty one. <laughs> you know what? 20? I think he said I he can't did wait say twenty. He did say twenty. Why? Why wait till you're twenty? Well, because his brother was twenty, and the and girl was uh, actually supposed to be eighteen or nineteen. It was yeah. Uh, is, she's 30, by the way. So just to set that scene there, uh, she she is hot young daughter of, of The Rock. So she, she's yep. like, we'll call her Pebble. And so Pebble walks into uh, a hotel lobby and meets hot young British boy with his little brother. And it's like, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, hot girl and hot British guy are going to get in an earthquake together. But he's shy. But he's yeah, shy. Yeah, and, we need, and, so and we need a stakes character dancing. also. Like, we need someone to be... Uh, to root for 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 her to save, so we need like yes. a, a little scamp. A little yeah, arf- and he's just daughter. constantly impressed by her because he's worthless. <laughs> little brother, awesome. Uh, Pebble, great. British guy, useless. Mm, yeah, yeah. You, you passed on British guy. Even when you figure out how to use a carjack. Oh, that's oh no, you're right because he was he was an engineer, and so he was good at simple machines to get her unstuck. Yeah, that was really yeah cool. levers and pulleys and stuff. He was good at that. He was really yeah, that. yeah. That's important, man. Uh, it's a good point. I forgot I loved that moment. All right. Um, also joining us today, very <laughs> special guest from the Zine. I love bad movies. Also in Brooklyn, New York, but phoning in because we don't want to overcrowd the studio. It's Matt Carmen. Hi, I'm Jon Grafud. <laughs> <laughs> we not, hate that character. That's not a oh, name. Oh man, Jon Grafud. That was the best Jon Grafud uh, impression I've ever heard, Matt. <laughs> I just want to tell you that. Hey, as you've been to Denmark, is that Danish for something? I, is he Danish? No, I, probably not. 
What is well, like Welsh? Because so many vowels. Yeah, what language just Welsh. throws that other letter in there? Yeah. Oh man, Wales. Yeah, yeah Welsh. Welsh. There you go. Right, Too so many, many letters. Uh, this is episode number three hundred and eleven. We have now done as many episodes as the police code in Omaha for indecent exposure. Yeah. Or my friend's favorite band in middle school. Hey, well, instant limp biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, obviously you're on to me because uh, the police code in Omaha for indecent exposure is where the band 311 got their name. Oh! After a citation given to one of Peanut's friends uh, who went skinny dipping in a public pool and got caught. Not, I should point out, the name is not a reference, as some people have speculated, a secret coded message that the band is in the KKK because K is the 11th letter of the alphabet, so 311 would be 311's 3K is KKK. Which oh, is. Oh, dear God. Obviously stupid because the other option would be that it's thirty-one ones or just a a bunch of times. Ah! <laughs> There's no way they're in the racist group. Ah. That, that's the sound I make when I listen to three eleven. <laughs> awesome. Uh, speaking of stuff that doesn't mean anything racist, probably this week we're talking about San Andreas, San Andreas. I don't know. Uh, San Andreas, the twenty 20- without Andreas. <laughs> yes, please hold the Andreas. This is a blockbuster from this year. It just happened. <laughs> Starring The Man. Rock. Happy oh, Holiday. The Rock. for us. You guys, The Rocktober continues. Dwayne The Rocktober, uh. John Stober, is here to stay. Five weeks this month. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, wow. Um, if you basically wanna, forever. If you want to pick an actor to celebrate or a theme for a month, or if you just want to force us to watch a movie of your choice or read a book, you can go to redistrict.com, sign up on the mailing list. Uh, as soon as The Rocktober is done, we will uh, be doing some sponsors again, so we're going to open this up again here any day now. Chris... Yeah. I'd like to hear what happened in this movie in case I missed any of it. Please summarize oh. in the style of Paul Giamatti, a man doomed to play a misunderstood dorky genius. Okay. Does that mean I just have to look away from the camera and kind of talk a little too quiet? You've also got to, like, sort of spit when you talk. Um, yeah. Get angry easily. Take advantage of talented people like Howard Yeah, Stern, how about Dr. I just Dre. look like I have bad breath? Is that... <laughs> Def- definitely never <laughs> fuck anybody on camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. never... Yeah, the dean would, would have my head, believe me. <laughs> yeah. What happened in San Andreas? So San Andreas uh, is a movie that is very intense. It's in the tradition, the grand tradition of, of disaster movies. But nobody listens to me about what's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> no one listens, and it's much to their peril. The movie follows Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the captain pilot of the helicopter rescue squad of Los Angeles uh, for the fire department. They were they were in the shit in Afghanistan and now they didn't want to break the team up so they all came back to Los Angeles and they're rescuing pretty girls from car cliff accidents. That are totally um, their own fault. Totally their own fault. Well, but, uh, <laughs> gravity again is to blame for a lot of this movie. It does. Oh, yeah. no, that's true. Gravity plays a big role. <laughs> and gravity. like large schisms in the earth really... Uh, mm-hmm. Common foe. Sure. I can't uh, so like the, the rock scene is with her. She's blindly reaching behind her to grab water bottles. Yep. She's, she's texting, texting while driving. Her. Those aren't Hydration the issues. It's it's a landslide. Unfortunately, it's it is true. not humans, but nature that causes. Fucking Stevie insane. Nicks again. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you down. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so the rock is this crack helicopter pilot, uh, but his life is a little complicated because he has a wife. But it's not his wife. It's his ex-wife. They got divorced because they had two daughters. Now they have one daughter. Younger daughter drowned in a rafting accident. Okay, so pause now for they... a second. When, okay. when, when uh, Kylie Minogue uh, met with Carla, um, the, she was like, just 
bitchy exposition person. So she's like, oh, yeah, your other daughter Dawn trying to accent, right? Yeah. And it's, yeah. I mean, it moved the plot along, so I can't fault her that much, but it is kind of a mean thing to say. It's kind of yeah. a bitch move. Yeah. Turns a little out. bit. If you're wondering if you should like her after she snapped at the waiter, the answer is still no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Boy. Also, the way you just phrased that, Chris, is also a little callous, so I can't entirely fault her, because uh, he had two daughters, now he's got one. Well, yeah. he, Chris is keeping it moving, all right? <laughs> I'm trying to keep it moving, all right? So The Rock, uh, he has ex-wife Blake, and or ex-wife Emma, and daughter Blake. And Blake is the daughter who's Blake played by uh, Boobs True Detective, mm-hmm. uh, slash girl from the, the Percy Jackson movies, uh, oh. Alexa Daddario. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so she... Dario. Uh, yeah. Piercing blue yeah. eyes. Uh, she has crazy gray, green, blue eyes. Uh, yeah. That uh, Anyway, she has great eyes for a disaster movie where you're supposed to have big eyes at stuff because I couldn't stop staring at her eyes. Um, anyway. Well, because she, she's the daughter of Athena, right? So Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> All wisdom and panic, apparently. <laughs> so uh, there is a big earthquake, and there is an event that is set off apparently... Uh, seismologists like Paul Giamatti working at uh, Caltech and his assistant Kim have uncovered that there's a pattern that was previously unknown that there could be bigger earthquakes than anybody ever thought along the San Andreas Fault. It starts with the Hoover Dam in uh, Nevada and that blows up and uh, Kim dies. Uh, but they get I'm back and gonna, then... Oh, Chris, I'm just yeah. going to hope, since we don't really know Kim's position, I'm just going to hope that he was his partner. You know, yeah, let's, let's say partner. Lead. Partner Kim. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just yeah, he's that. dead now, so he got promoted. Totally. <laughs> uh, so partner Kim dies in a tragic Hoover Dam uh, getting destroyed accident. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, and then the earthquakes follow the chain down from Nevada to Los Angeles, where there's a huge freaking earthquake, and The Rock in a helicopter has to save his ex-wife Emma from the top of a building in a very daring rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the earthquakes travel up the fault, up the West Coast to San Francisco. And it turns out daughter Blake, she of the the big crazy eyes, is in San Francisco, along with Emma's current boyfriend, who is a rich guy architect building developer. He's like, I never had kids because I was too busy raising buildings. <laughs> uh, fuck him. You wanted to, you, just like uh, his sister, you wanted to hate him as soon as possible. Oh yeah. I don't want to waste Buildings any time wondering about him. Yeah, no, 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 no. So uh, Blake actually meets uh, English nice guy Ben and his little brother Oliver. And uh, because uh, they're in the lobby, earthquake happens, she's trapped in a car, they come down and rescue her, and suddenly it's a trio versus the nature disaster of San Francisco. And Blake is actually, because her dad, remember, firefighter, soldier, all around the rock uh she has a lot of skills like knowing where radios are knowing where first aid kits are generally in cities and generally just uh being able to to help out so uh they're battling disasters buildings falling flooding tsunamis all this crazy stuff uh and the rock and emma are trying to get to them in a helicopter then in a stolen truck and then in a plane and you know all this stuff because only the rock can ensure the safety of his daughter so uh and thus humanity and thus humanity really or kind of not humanity just his daughter 
Yeah. Well, you know, he, you know, he who saves you know, one person saves all of humanity. So, you know, is, you know, is that? Do we just round up from that? Way? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, you round from up one to humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, daughter, daughter equals uh, all of the people worth saving. Apparently, she yeah. is his humanity. Oh, mm. well, actually, interesting point because the main reason why he was getting divorced because obviously he's the rock, he's perfect. So, what do you give him as a fatal flaw? Which is he was closed in about his emotions after the tragic loss of their daughter, and he blames himself because yeah. he's just. He was just nice. too stereotypically cis-gen hetero-manly. Yes, but what happens is he saves his second daughter from drowning, and then, I guess we assume, super forthcoming about his emotions. Yeah, and uh, probably he's going to get back together with his ex-wife, maybe. Yeah, I just yeah. want to say that neither of those relationships last. The getting back together with his wife during a crisis or the and the pebble falling in love with the British boy, they don't know anything about what? each other. I, I bet under six months on both of them. Well, if we learned anything from speed, it's that relationships built on traumatic events do not last. So you better base them on six. Also, expect Keanu to not be there for the second part of it. Smart move, Keanu. (laughs) Super smart. Uh, All right. And and so does, does The Rock save his daughter? Does does he in the end? Of course. Just at the in the last nick of time in a situation only The Rock could save her from? She doesn't breathe for like 12 minutes. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he saves her. No lasting damage. Nope. No lasting damage, although lasting damage to the city of San Francisco. That mm. place does well, not... It's cool. It's cool. Hundreds They're going to rebuild. Dead. <laughs> They'll rebuild. Yeah. It'll rebuild. Yeah. It's San cool. Francisco is flooded uh, to like and, uh, 30 stories. It is... Yeah, but no they've, they've got apps that. for that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tech yeah. sector. Yeah, They'll be houseboats, guys. This movie was probably pretty conflicting for a lot of people in San Francisco. Yeah, which is like, oh man, I bet there's no line for a tartine. <laughs> Yikes! And that's the movie, that's Big the Earthquake, movie. The Rock. Nice job, Chris. So yeah. we're gonna play now. We're gonna go to our anchor game. We're gonna play our hate segment. So we are. We took a poll before we started today, and we are kind of three to one against. Not strongly against. Uh, just as I don't think Chris is that strongly for it. We all have some problems with it, right? So let's focus on our hates. I, I had such a great time. Bring it on. Okay, great. <laughs> so to be clear, The Rock is great. And we don't want to take anything away from Rocktober by he's saying... He's adorable. He's the, he's the best. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk more about why he's the best later on. But I uh, I think there are plenty of things to hate about this movie. And I want to start out because this is the... I think this is the biggest one. I can't stress this enough. Do not run out of a building during an earthquake. Stay in the buildings. That is the safest place. Really? Is it? By far the safest place. You... St- Absolutely, you stay inside. Because the debris? Yes, because falling debris is the thing that kills you in earthquakes. Okay, if but like if it's between staying in a building or getting on a helicopter. Oh, sure, helicopter, sorry, sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. The order is get on a helicopter, and then yeah. number two is stay in the building. So if you're not on a helipad currently, probably stay in the building. People who study earthquakes refer to the area like 30 feet around a building on all sides as the kill zone, because that is the most uh, place to be. Yeah, buildings. a lot of people got killed by falling but, concrete wait, wait, wait. and glass. It was bad. Alex, yeah. Alex, hold on. The Kill Zone just is a cute name, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe they just like it as a nickname. You do not want to be in the Hug Zone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Hug Zone's where the real danger happens. <laughs> that one really um, got me. As <laughs> I, I, I had a, I had a pretty big hate in that. Like, I kind of think um, Pebble, British guy, and Little British guy um, might have deserved to die a little bit. Because, like, here's the thing. So they're, they're in Chinatown, okay? Um, they just had to go to Koi Tower. 
Which is really close. It's, it's like, super close. It's like I, this is like it's like a mile basically. This is uh, where you used to, go, to like, live, a mile northeast. And when they like they showed up again, like when they saw the cross street, they had somehow gotten like two miles west of where they started. They just got, they went in exactly <laughs> the wrong direction. They deserved it. Isn't she supposed to be? Isn't Blake uh, Pebble supposed to be pretty good at navigating stuff? Yes, I mean, and they he, had a guidebook, so it didn't matter that her iPhone was working. And also, there's a giant penis structure that you just have to walk towards. It's really clear from wherever you are. <laughs> and it's on a hill, and Chinatown's on a hill, and you should be able to see it. I'm not going to say that everyone who's bad at geog- about navigating deserves to die, like you would, Ezra. I mean, obviously, that's your stance. <laughs> that you're advocating right here in front of everybody. I mean, that we here's all the thing. Here's the thing. Like, your phone also, that's a compass. Like, it's even if you don't have, like, cell service, it's still going to work for compass stuff. Oh, but I you have to already so. download I think it. The- uses the, I think it uses the cell signal to triangulate. I don't think there's an inherent, is there? You have to, yeah, there's a chip built in. It's yeah. also part of the uh, gyroscopic stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah. But, but, as, hold on a second. But of course, you have to have already downloaded the compass app, and you never think of that until you need a compass. If they had an iPhone, it was built in. Oh. All right, touche. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if they didn't have an iPhone, well, <laughs> they deserve weird, to die. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of weird navigation issues, there's this part where uh, the Rock and X misses the Rock are <laughs> jumping out of a plane over San Francisco. Which she because she wouldn't be Rocket, would she? Yeah. Uh, sh- uh, sure, Rocket. Yeah, the Rock and Rocket. Or Rocka. Uh, because SFO is a disaster zone, they clearly can't land there. Um, so In they can't land the plane, not just during the earthquake. <laughs> yeah, uh, but oh man, you know the way to my heart, Alex. Uh, but you know, so they they decide the only way to do it is to put the plane on autopilot, let it crash into the sea, let's skydive out of the plane, yep. and they decide to land at. Uh, the baseball park, which is in the south of town, in order to get way to the north of town to Coit Tower. And they have enough time to be able to skydive where they could have just jumped out and been exactly where they wanted to be. Yeah, I I mean, mean, it's... I have so many concerns about that. I sort of assume that uh, AT&T Park paid for them to do that. Yeah. I think so, because there were cracks. There were things about the rocks that get against the park. You need something sturdy. Like, this is a sturdy park. (laughs) Oh, that actually was great because that area where they the the, the, the triangle of life that they wanted uh, that that's a really actually great place to go to the see the game because you can get in there at Triple's Alley you can uh, see a couple of innings for free like oh, nice. you can just sneak in yeah they, they they'll let you it's no problem I that's good to know I also my problem with that skydiving when they were over part of the city was that that plane is still flying where's that going to land. I'd, he just yeah, said it was crash into nose dive into the Pacific. Oh, did he? Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Didn't the Pacific have enough trash that day? Like, really, like <laughs> the rock? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, partly the trash Litter is bug. from the buildings, which uh, I should say, when I, my, the reason why you should say in a building is because we're really good at earthquake-proofing bu- buildings now. We build buildings really well. Uh, except for some reason in San Francisco where everything is made out of dominoes and kindling. Why did you guys do that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. It's all just matchsticks, actually... isn't it? <laughs> did you re- did you guys recognize that building by chance? The one Which that one? he had built that was the new strongest building. Uh, well, so so the one that that they had like the the one that where they met British guy and stuff. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. I actually I I recognized it and then I read about why I recognized. Tell it. Tell me about it. I don't. I did not. So it was five fifty five California, which is the exterior shots for the entire Inferno. Also, yeah, oh, we've already freaking we've already destroyed that building once in this in this podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
God. Back uh-huh. then, it looked like a new modern skyscraper, and now it looks like retro old San Francisco, doesn't it? That's true, mm. yeah. Man. Nice, as Good. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there I've got two related remains. hates. There, uh, there are two things that should have happened but didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so when everybody's, when everybody's running at the Hoover Dam, these barriers go up, uh, I guess, to keep cars from moving, which just seems like a security hazard anyway. But uh, these barriers pop up out of the roadway as, like, hundreds of people are running, and no one get bonked in the nuts. So that's number <laughs> yeah. one. Should well, have, it's not like they shot say No one got punched in the rocks. Oh, oh. also good. And the other is that when British guy is waiting for his interview, uh, a woman comes out and says, Mrs. Carter will see you now. And Beyonce wasn't in the next scene. <laughs> How true. dare you? Yeah, what a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't tease us. Yeah, and it um, wasn't Peggy Carter of S.H.I.E.L.D. What the I, hell? I really like it. That's coming back, right? I think it's Agent Carter's coming back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I like that show a lot. Um, I, I kind of a, 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 a overall question for you guys. Cause I didn't really know how to handle this. Because, um, so, so at the Hoover Dam, uh, Paul Giamatti's partner, Kim, is, uh, is, is running and they, he makes the mistake of turning his head where he sees an innocent girl. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. his downfall. Here's the problem. Never if look at run, children. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. If you look him directly you, in the eye, you, that's how they steal your youth. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently your foot speed. My God. Right? Right? Uh, no, because here's the problem. I'd love to hear how you guys answer it. If you blow past her after having seen her, there's no way you're going to survive, right? You're going to you have, you have to die by like oh, yeah, the yeah. You, you have know, to die by saving like, her. Oh, the you, karma you know, of disaster the, the movies. Yeah. yeah. Alternatively, if you save her, you're probably still going to die because you can just throw her to Paul Giamatti because you're not the Rock. <laughs> like, how do you survive? <laughs> like, how do you how do you not die if you're not the Rock? It's okay, to be so not the rock. let's let's back up. Let's back up. So in saving her, you're spending. I have a theory that you're spending a certain amount of let's call it hero juice, and most people have <laughs> enough hero juice to save the girl, but not save the girl and themselves. But the Rock yeah. could easily save both the girl and himself. Yeah, somehow he'd he'd manage to pilot that plane and dive from it. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, well, I th- so- I think you don't save the girl. I think that I think you gotta have tunnel vision. You gotta be uh, you gotta be in sprinter mode. Stay in your lane. Well, Chris, that's where Kim you are got it wrong. Make a great evil stepdad someday. Oh, well, that, Always. That's the thing, Chris. Unless you're Billy Zane, you're gonna die then. <laughs> oh, I'm the Billy Zane of this movie for sure. <laughs> you better be. Um, it's a weird I, time. Like, like, everyone's dying in a natural disaster, and Chris is just like eyes on your own paper, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here's what I think you'd have to do. I, th- I think you're right, based on the hero juice, is that you have to have someone who is has some hero juice left who can save you after you've used all your juice up from someone else. Oh, sure. Right? So, so Paul, Paul Giamatti has no hero juice, I guess. If he had, he could have saved Kim. Yeah. So yeah. I think maybe that's, that's why wherever you go, and especially if you're about to take a trip, start manufacturing uh, stories with your friends where, like, you're going to meet up for one last ride. Or you're going to meet up for, like, you know, that drink uh, to catch up after something. So, like, something where somebody could swoop in, say something quippy, and save oh, your ass. Oh, right. You just have a lot, of, a lot of, like, planted, like, things that will pay off. Yeah, a lot of ha- uh, <laughs> low-hanging fruit for, for other people's hero juice. Yeah. Um. What if you have like a lot of like things that you're about? Uh, here's the thing. I would say like you should have a lot of like big goals. So like he was like, oh man, I gotta tell you the secret you know, that I discovered to, <laughs> that'll cure cancer. But the thing is, you probably could still die then. Yeah. Like a lot of those secrets, like 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 uh, in in Top Gun, like like Goose had plans, you know? Like, <laughs> Goose had plans. Yeah, and <laughs> I would imagine that plans. I would. That does sound like. <laughs> 
like a ra- we're all rallying behind this guy who died in a 1980s movie. <laughs> you guys, Goose had plans. Well, no, because yeah, Goose's like, wife was really sad because he was going to paint the house the next weekend. <laughs> oh, now I got to pay a contractor. No, man, task Rabbit, it's not going to do as good of a job. Yeah, that's why I'd tell Alex that that, uh, we had to go for one last ride. I'd tell Matt that I'd uncovered a code in the U.S. Constitution. And I'd tell Ezra that I knew somebody who knew the secret of some buried treasure somewhere. And that way, Uh, each of you would have different... Or like a corporation that was doing something evil. Yeah, so you'd have different motivations for swinging in and like saving me. Should I be... Should I run out of hero juice? (laughs) Chris, I think you're the anti-hero of this this podcast now. Sure. Chris... If if we can like if we love each other but we got into a fight then we'll probably see each other again actually you can't oh, die that's then. true that's true oh that yeah it's sort of like never go to bed angry except for disaster movies <laughs> never yeah. never, never get die angry by, by the Hoover Dam never angry. die yeah always leave an argument hanging over a natural disaster <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna play fail to survive later but I think we just nailed how to survive. <laughs> <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate Do you love advertising? Yeah. Then you're going to love this ad for DraftKings. Okay. Hey, do you love fantasy sports? Yeah. You didn't let me finish. Do you love fantasy sports, but you wish you lost more money playing it? Uh, I guess guess you bet your ass you do then you're gonna love DraftKings. it's the biggest daily fantasy sports gambling website isn't online gambling illegal it's totally illegal but do you love legal loopholes sometimes i, I think man you ask a lot of questions then you're gonna love DraftKings sometimes because daily fantasy sports betting is carefully crafted to exploit a weird loophole in the law that's cool i guess it kind of sounds like a scam is it a scam? Why? Do you love scams? Definitely not. Good! Then you're gonna love DraftKings, because DraftKings is definitely not a scam. Do you love proof? Of course. Then you're gonna love the article, Is DraftKings a Scam? From the website dailyfantasyreviews.info, which is a totally legit-sounding website that features reviews of DraftKings.com and is mostly funded by ads for DraftKings. Okay, but how does it work? Do you love simple things? I sure do. Then you're gonna love DraftKings. Just like all fantasy sports, you choose a bunch of players from different teams, and then based on how those real players do in real life, your fake team might win or lose against other fake teams. And you might win money. How do I might win money? Each day, you pay to enter as many leagues as you want, and the best team wins a big, big prize. So I might lose money. Oh, yeah, you'll almost definitely lose money. Why is that? Do you love hedge fund managers? No. Well, uh, then I think it would be best to skip the next part. Now, say what you're gonna say. Ugh, fine. It would have been great if you said, yeah, I love hedge fund managers, because then I would have said, great, there are a few hedge fund managers who use algorithms to pick teams on DraftKings and automatically enter leagues against your silly fantasy team, and they win most of the money. How is that not a scam? Why, do you love scams? No. Then it's not a scam. Didn't you even read Daily Fantasy Sports Reviews done info? If it's dot info, that sounds like a scam. Well, then how about this? Do you love advertising? I think I already answered this one. Well, you better love it because DraftKings spent the most money of any company on advertising in September. They're on TV, YouTube, and podcasts because they need more suckers to lose money to those hedge fund managers so they'll stay happy. Ugh, okay, I take it back. I don't love advertising or fantasy sports or legal loopholes. Haha, <laughs> too late! Your answers were totally legally binding. Fine, but I'm not going to do any of those things. 
I'm just going to use my money to become a meat buddy because I know my dollars aren't going to hedge fund assholes who cheat at fantasy sports. My dollars will go directly to the podcasters I love most. Fine. Do what you want and see if I care. I will. Fine. 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 Do you love advertising? No, stop it. I'm going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies right now and supporting my favorite podcast. Don't you love me anymore? I want a divorce. <sighs> Fine. That was a more challenging ad read than I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, dude. Killed it. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm really wondering what Ksenia thinks the other half was. <laughs> I, I, I love that so much. I, for some reason, as like my default, whatever I can't end a sketch is uh, somebody says I want a divorce, and it <laughs> almost never works. But I kind of liked it in that case. <laughs> Not bad. Um, now it's time for a game of top five. Top five. Top, Top five. five. So this is where you guys send us questions that you want to hear us answer about about our topic. Uh, we post it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Snapchat, but there we send a pic, pic of our dick. Uh, also uh, on our email list. So our we, one dick? We do share a dick. I don't know if that's uh, common knowledge on our show. Yeah, I'm Wednesdays yeah, and Fridays. Who, whose week is it this week? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been using it all week, but I feel like... I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, so maybe let me keep it another day. I wish we didn't get that divorce. You say that every day, Alex. (laughs) You're right. That is gross, Chris. Good reaction. (laughs) Sometimes a bit gets grosser than I expect it to. Um, Anyway, so... (laughs) That's what you said about the dick. That's where you can ask us questions for Top 5, and we'll answer them. can be about anything. Uh, First up, Dave, what will The Rock's defense lawyer say during the eventual trial against him he's a rescue chopper pilot who as soon as an emergency happened neglected his job used a state rescue vehicle for his own personal joyride and probably let hundreds of possibly hundreds of thousands people of people die all to save his ex-wife and daughter okay so just to back up let's let's back up uh the rock originally is supposed to be responding to that hoover dam kim dying incident oh yeah Um, and his his chopper was he was like oh i just got to take it to the garage for maintenance first and then i'll be on my way to the hoover dam and then all of a sudden it's family emergency time and he just bails on his team he oh, bails on his right. job they were in the shit together they didn't want to break up the team yeah and yeah. the rock breaks up the damn team is what he does you know because I, and he the did rock it all over his ex-wife you got to stick to the mantra the rock it's heroes before hoes right heroes before hoes i did a bad job mm. of rhyming that yeah, oh, yeah, you really could have emphasized that differently, Alex. Heroes before hoes. Yeah, but turns out uh, La Familia was more important, yeah. and it was ride or die. Yeah. Where's him. Tanya to say La Familia in that terrifying La place? Familia. <laughs> La Familia. Um, I, I think The Rock would probably uh, not have a lawyer and instead uh, choose trial by combat, which I think <gasps> oh, That is the best answer! <laughs> <laughs> You guys are all assuming that any court employees survived. <laughs> yeah, well, he could easily be tried in Nevada. It seems like this was a pretty localized California problem, which, yeah. sorry, Ezra, I hate to say this, the rest of the country would not be that upset about. Whoa, I don't think you realize how many avocados we produce. <laughs> you, do. For, you, you used to, but now there's just not enough water left. Well, the Central yeah, Valley bum- could definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's still going. It just got shaken. Yeah, Central Valley is now like the the new uh, West Coast, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 
I even you could like, try even to Facebook... extradite him to Nevada, but he's got the only boat. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one oh. of his two convertible boats that he has available. Yeah. Yeah, both of the boats, that. the rock drives, end up doing the thing where like a car goes under a semi truck, T bone style, and it cuts off the roof, and it's still driving. Oh Bo- he has two boats that do that, where the top gets ripped off, and he's just like, "Now I got a topless boat." Yeah, <laughs> the rock steals a Zodiac, and that Zodiac is the the Zodiac that could. It drives up a sheer wall of water <laughs> he did, for he, no he, reason. Yeah, he well, I mean, he like yeah, he like passes like um uh. He passes Marky Mark in the perfect storm, like about to like be toppling back down the like the shoe, <laughs> yeah. like water face. I should oh also point gosh. out that uh, my geophysicist that I interviewed uh, was very upset about the tsunami in this movie because uh, you don't get a tsunami when the fault is on land, only when the fault is over water and it sends the water inland. You Ooh. don't get this. The San Andreas fault is the I mean, wrong kind. Maybe of Maybe you don't get a tsunami. <laughs> yeah, someone else does. Also, yeah, if you are the center of the earthquake, a tsunami doesn't come at you. Like, yeah, exactly. It goes send... away from you. Also, the San Andreas Fault is the wrong kind of fault to produce a tsunami. It's not physically possible. Sure. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you are so on this movie's team. <laughs> awesome. Uh, question two. Tim on Facebook asks, who should we blame for this cinematic experience, the actor or the movie itself? In other words, is The Rock or is San Andreas Fault? Oh. Tim also said he's so sorry, and I only, I only included. But I feel that. like Tim, you earned that groan. Yeah, that was your groan. Tim doesn't even want an answer. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah, exactly. Says Tim. I'll take my answer off the air. Um, also, we're not blaming the Rock during hashtag the Rock Tower. Yeah, of course it's the San Andreas's fault. But also, I, I only included that because Sam had uh, on Facebook had asked. Uh, it said geology is the science with the best puns. Does this movie use any of them? And sadly, no. Ooh. But Tim does. Yeah, guys, guys, wait a second. Wait a second. What if what if what if there's a sequel, all right, and it takes place um, like during the U.S. Open? Double fault. Hey, <laughs> there you go. You're on board. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would love it if because I I don't I don't think we have for some reason we're like running out of time. This is a bad. I'm trying to make it seem important that we move on. Anyway, we're out of time, so we can't all come up with <laughs> geology puns right now. But I want you to do it. So listeners, send us your favorite geology pun. Uh, hashtag oh, the Rocktober. Yeah. Um, n- moving on, number three, Andrea says, uh, this, is, this is more of a general Rocktober question. Not Rocktober, Andrea. It's the Rocktober. But anyway, um, what is your favorite thing about The Rock? What makes him transcend Dwayne and become The Rock that we all know and love? Guys, what is it about The Rock that makes him so The Rock? I think it's the combination of his size and his vulnerability. Ooh, you know, tell me more about like he's got part. so many muscles, but he's still very desperate to save his daughter. But his strongest muscle is it's his heart. Chest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's because of the steroids. He's, it's really been. Yeah, he's got so much heart, though, man. He does. I, I, I love that dude. I would actually isn't my favorite version of The Rock because he's not nearly as funny as he usually is. No, that's true. He was. This was. Nah, this he doesn't get to do a whole lot. Yeah. I was going to say, Usually, similar, Chris, I think that the key to the rock is the combination of muscles and that smile. Because he is <sighs> just a debonair, charming smile. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Dwayne the Rocktober, John Stober appearance? Southland Tales. Southland Tales? Pop- yeah, he gets to do weird stuff. Hmm. I, I like him in Pain and Gain, the- but he's never better than Fast Five for me. Yeah, I love him in the Fast and Furious. I just, well, I love him in Six when he's fighting that other huge Russian guy. And they just punch each other on an airplane yeah. for like six hours. 
Okay, pretty good. So oh, 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 yeah. no. The best is in Furious 7, where he, which he's not in that much, but where oh, he's where got he a cast on and then he yeah, starts punching people. He he flexes his arm flexes so the cast, cast busts off. That is the best The Rock moment. And he, and he says to his daughter the thing that I now say every morning to oh, my two-month-old son, uh, Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> that is pretty good, Matt. <laughs> Matt, can you like have a body cast on every morning before you go to work? I do. It this? takes a lot of work. I got to do it the night before so it dries. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Every morning you try to um, try to flex out of your cast and it's still wet, so it just kind of shrugs off. Yeah, the the plaster pool in our bed is really getting out of hand. <laughs> I don't have I don't right. have a kid, but as soon as I do, anytime she spills something and is like, "Daddy, what are we gonna do?" I will say, "We will rebuild." <laughs> <laughs> Can you just only speak in rockisms yeah, after this? That would be pretty fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think the 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 thing with the Rock is that he is comfortable with that level of exaggerated muscliness. Like he's a little bit caricature of himself, like flexing off that cast. I think that's one of the things I love about the Rock is that he knows he's the Rock all the time. Yeah, definitely. He's he's in character. Yeah, that is a. It's a weird thing when someone doesn't actually know who they are. Right, exactly. You have to love that person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, this one's for me. Uh, I didn't post it on Facebook. This is for me right here. Um, so watching the Hoover Dam destroyed in CGI was pretty cool. Hadn't seen that. Uh, yeah. Also the Hollywood sign. I've seen that plenty, but I still liked it. And then all of San Francisco and apparently 555 California again. Mm-hmm. It's re- also fun to see destroyed in CG. What part of the earth would you like to see destroyed and by what natural disaster? Ooh. Like if you had an infinite Ooh, that's CGI a great budget. question. Um, you know what I would like? I would like Mount Rushmore, but like tiny, like okay. So you know, like the little like uh, like rock hammers they had in Shawshank Redemption. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Like the tiny ones, you would take like a, you know like you know like twenty years. It would like take to, to twenty do. years to carve a hole out of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see like just an army of like I don't know, kind of like enraged, like maybe like fans of Taft, just go after uh, Mount Rushmore <laughs> with these tiny little rock hammers. <laughs> Oh, oh man, I was gonna say Mount Rushmore. Now I gotta Mount think Rushmore's of something a great else. One. Um, Somebody else go. It doesn't have to be. It's, well, so okay. So my answer is, I would like to see the Statue of Liberty destroyed, specifically by an other large statue hanging from a helicopter being flown in, and they're not looking where they're going. Bumps into the Statue of Liberty, the torch falls out of Lady Liberty's hand and into the new statue's hand, like the Olympic torch. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, good. That's pretty good. Wait, Alex, have you seen Ghostbusters two? No, because like. Lady Delivery does some ass kicking there. Oh, nice! I, I think I've seen like clips of that. Also, as a backup, I'd like to see the Grand Canyon filled with a giant amount of pudding. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see uh, the St. Louis Arch uh, destroyed by careless uh, giant croquet players. I was just gonna say, that. as soon as you said Arch, I was like giant croquet. Awesome. Yeah, giant croquet. Uh, that's really good. Oh, I forgot. To go back one second. When you said, "What is your favorite?" Dwayne, the Rocktober, Johnstober moment. I thought for a second when you said M, I thought you were going to say, which is your favorite Dwayne, the Rock Johnson uh, muscle? And I was going to have so much time deciding. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is that bulges out of the sides of his temples, that's my favorite. (laughs) Okay, good. It's easy for you. Uh, Matt, do you have a a monument you want to see destroyed? Or Uh, a building or anything? Any part of the world, I mean, part of why I didn't love this movie is I'm I'm just kind of tired of destruction movies. I guess mainly because it's usually my city, the city of New York, getting destroyed. So, I mean, in this case, it was... I guess if nice is the word to use, it was nice seeing someone else's city get destroyed. Oh, um, 
But I guess maybe just like if I could see like the polar ice caps sort of melting gradually over time, that would be pretty cool. Ooh, you mean ooh. like Al uh, We're movie? going to. Welcome to our oh, generation. Oh, yeah. oh wait, yeah. let me get my TV on. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Matt, Matt, to sort of turn it on its head, what, uh, I guess, what busted up, uh, like, ruins would you like natural disaster to miraculously, like, rebuild? Ooh, I like uh, it. Then, if you don't want destruction anymore. I think the Coliseum uh, is the right answer, but you can pick yours. Oof. Uh, New Jersey? With With what? <laughs> Rebuilt with what? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just a bigger Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mecca Bruce 50% bigger. <laughs> He's eight feet tall. Yeah, the, oh, that'd be great. Like the, the, yeah, so the boss is back, and like, you know, then it's like just, just, you know, just putting New Jersey right. And yeah, lastly, I guess, guys, well, you know what? You know what? I would like to see it rebuilt with Clarence again. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't know this reference. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> great reference, people. Though, sure. Great, great reference, man. <laughs> Killer. All right, to close this out, number five. Uh, this is from Ezra. How would you fail to survive in this massive earthquake? A lot of ways to do it. I'll, I guess I'll take mine first. Uh, is, so they, they steal the rubber boat, and then the wife's plan forget. They're like, oh, no, everyone's stuck inside this building, and it's flooding. I will <laughs> save them by driving a rubber boat repeatedly into the window and it shatters and they go through and here's how i would die my rubber boat would bounce off that window i would fall <laughs> overboard probably drown in 30 feet of san francisco <laughs> yeah that water is not good water no, bad. oh gross yeah, plus you know hundreds of thousands of bodies floating in it yeah um yeah i mean i'd probably die i so i would either die you know, tr- you know take try and take advantage of the line at tartine or alternatively um <laughs> like probably just stuck not knowing whether or not i had enough hero juice to save like the innocent uh people that was like walking by so it's like oh man am i do i have enough to go well like well just remember as when you when it says that your hero juice tank is empty you still have 30 miles (laughs) (laughs) it flashes once (laughs) that doesn't mean anything uh chris how would you fail to survive flooded earthquake san francisco God, I I think uh, it would be abject poverty. I still couldn't afford the rent there. Yeah, <laughs> even even the wreck of San Francisco prices are outrageous. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? It's just supply and demand. You want to live on a hill? No way. Like uh, a piece of log floats by and you jump on it, and then all of a sudden the rent on that log goes up fifty percent. Oh, well, I'm no, sorry. Like... Did you think that was a log? That's a log with two roommates and a bunk bed. <laughs> Actually, I love the idea that you get the log and you just you never want to leave because like it's like rent controlled. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the rescue ship comes along. And you're like, no way. I'm hanging on to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I leave this log, I'll never be able to find another place. So, <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have a fit way you'd fail to survive? I'd I'd just be crushed by a piece of falling concrete while standing there trying to figure out how to pronounce. <laughs> perfect that is the game of top five you guys top five Find it on facebook twitter on our uh on our mailing list the weekly weep read-weep.com now it's time for our minor compliments to close out we're gonna go in reverse order i'm gonna go first um I, uh, two things uh one which is not a comment i just want to say again stay inside the buildings it's much safer we're very good at earthquake-proofing buildings What if now. you can get 100 feet from any building? Is that sure. better? Sure. In the middle of an open field, also great. You were not there when that started. You're not going to make it. Don't run out of the building. If you're in a building and an earthquake starts, stay in the building. Yeah. Also, it's not like it's you're great at running. Don't start now. <laughs> <laughs> you got that couch to get out of the way of the earthquake app, and you're just hoping. <laughs> I, I, so, so that's the, the train day. I'll skip it. <laughs> 
my compliment, though, is uh, there was a moment that oh, that saved the movie for me from being a total disaster. Huh, sorry, um, but uh, mm-hmm. I'll see myself out. But the yeah. <laughs> the important thing is that uh, this movie. The problem, one of the things I love about The Rock, is that he when he punches people. And I thought this movie might because you how do you punch an earthquake? You know. Um, yeah, God. But then that should have the been nuts. the tagline. That should have been the tagline for the movie on that poster. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm worried about that. But then uh, they're in Bakersfield, of course, and a guy pulls a gun on our friend The Rock, uh, and yeah. he punches him, and it was so great because like I like there was finally an enemy he could punch, <laughs> and he seemed very relieved to be in that situation. Yeah, that was so <laughs> much more of an achievable victory for him. It was. You just. It's just so hard. You know. Just it, he's never before encountered an enemy he could not punch out. And this really made his life easier when that showed up. Uh, going backwards, Chris, what is your minor compliment? Uh, you know, I, I hinted at this before, I guess, but I loved our intrepid San Francisco trio. I thought they yeah. ran into uh, like just the right level of difficulty of problems that were very solvable. Like, how do we find a working phone in a store? Follow okay. the cord to the okay. wall. Okay. However. What? <laughs> I just thought what? British boy was a little too impressed with her smarts because she sa- she says uh, at one she point, was very pretty. You don't think that well, maybe okay. he was affecting him in being no, that's impressed? True. And she did have some things that were legitimately impressive. But uh, she's like, the, nothing with electricity works. We need a landline phone. And then his response is, how do you know all of this? And I that's too easily impressed if you say landline phones don't need electricity is all of this. She knew one thing. How did you yeah. know? This one thing. That well, later she was just pulling out the boxes from within a fire truck, which I'm pretty yeah, sure that was like a, a magic crime. trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Also, like there's this huge crowd of extras that are leaving the city that see them like just like looting a fire truck, and they're like, including yeah. cops. By the yeah. way, cops yeah. not concerned. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure no one yeah. has a better use of that than this attractive couple. Yeah, but like pretty girl, pretty guy, little kid, they are solving their own problems for the I, most part. I did like that in any other movie, the little kid would have gotten them into a shitty situation that slowed them down and right. possibly yeah, killed yeah. one of them. But in this movie, we got he 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 didn't uh, drag anybody down. He was great. Yeah, yeah, so British guy was good at engineering simple machines, and yep. uh, pe- hot hottie pebble was good at emergency situations, and little boy had the only non-electronic navigation system. It was a it was a great trio. They were super fun. Yeah, and, and fun. honestly, this is also this is what it would take to save uh, the travel guide book <laughs> industry. <laughs> this level of da- disaster. <laughs> That's the use case. This whole movie was funded uh, <laughs> by Lonely Planet. Like we still matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. I as you you were ready I, to go. Oh great! Uh, well, I was just gonna say that I love the idea that they also like. I can't imagine this is the only heroic people in the entire. Um, you know, city. So like, I love the idea that just like they cross paths with another trio of like you know, like I don't know, like a Scottish girl and like a um, you know, like maybe like the son oh, of God. Patrick Swayze and oh, like a traveling musician. This is like yeah, my favorite right. scene in Shaun of the Dead when they pass yes, the other exactly. party of survivors. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah, that's um, super funny. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess what I, what I would see is like I I think I'd love this thing of just um of scenes ending one line later than they do normally. Um, <laughs> And so the the way it happens, you know, after after um, uh, Paul Giamatti realizes, you know, that oh wow, this is a big deal, uh, you know, uh, I guess you know one of his assistants asks like, who should we call? And he says, everyone. I want the assistant to say, okay, do you have the phone number for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great line. Uh, like 
do you have a phone tree? How do you plan to call? Yeah, great, great. You know, who should we call them? Yeah, what's my next for? step here, Prof? <laughs> you know who calls everyone? Candidate surveys, and we hate them. Yeah. You're not going to yeah, robocall everyone in San Francisco. Also, how did you get my cell phone number? Actually, it'd be great if you could, like, if we could hack, because I get, like, a lot of, like, like, hello, your Google Plus business page uh, needs to be serviced. <laughs> it would be just, like, if your earthquake disaster zone needs to be serviced, I'd be like, oh, well, I still probably wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't care, believe this so. for a second. If somebody called okay. me and they were like, hey, do you know your, exact, your emergency evacuation? And I'd hang up, hang up, not even. Yeah, hang up, save to spam. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I the the other one was like we will rebuild re, we will rebuild yeah. which is like one more line is like cool what specifically should we do yeah yeah with yeah with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome all right uh, Matt that's you last thing final compliment for San Andreas uh, I I guess uh, I like this movie for leaving a tiny hole in my life uh, which <laughs> is in every earthquake movie i want someone to say we're gonna need a bigger richter scale (laughs) and no one ever does and so i keep looking forward to earthquake movies because i'm hoping someone will say it so because it's an exponential scale it's just so hard to get off the richter scale yeah i just i want to get that (laughs) 10.1 i don't know if it's like is what isn't there probably like a theoretical maximum to what an earthquake could be not yeah, just the earth, like earth cracking in half. Yeah, right. yeah. no, I mean, I, I, we've never seen above a nine point four, whatever. I mean, the movie's right, but right. there isn't a theoretical maximum, at least to my knowledge. It's not like Star Trek, where there's a maximum warp that you can't get to warp ten. Oh, um, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> that attitude. But earthquakes could theoretically go to ten. It just would take so goddamn much force. I, I right? don't know why I decided that this last minor comment was the time to get bogged down in heavy science. Why did I think that was a good idea? <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. That's it for our show. We're going to be back next week talking about Race to Witch Mountain. This uh, it's the Heck 2009 yeah. movie, which it's a continuation of the 1975 movie Escape to Witch Mountain, uh, both of which are based on the novel by Alexander Key. I don't know anything about them. I assumed this would be our Halloween episode because witch is in the title. And then Chris pointed out, not as many witches as you'd expect. Yeah, alien <laughs> children. It's going to be great. Yeah, Guys, different. Witch Mountain? <laughs> you can go. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's all. That's coming next week. If you have questions for us about that or about The Rock or anything else The Rocktober related, send it to us. Facebook, Twitter, read-weep.com. And, of course, join the mailing list, The Weekly Weep, which we are having a ton of fun writing. Chris, it was great to have you back on The Weekly Weep this week. Yay! Can I say that as a fan, I am really enjoying The Weekly Weep. Isn't it fun? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. That's so nice of you to say. Uh, I, I enjoy it so much like I love reading Chris's when they come out um, I enjoy the space to talk about things uh, Chris you recommended um, wireless headphones this week and yeah you were disc- which I just got a pair of Bluetooth headphones and I love them so much and then like right didn't up- you realize that the cord was a chain dragging you down to a level you didn't want to be on is- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's like an unwanted anchor and you, just like you said I'm constantly like, like the next day I was walking out and it got caught in the door as it was shutting and you yanked mm. out of my ears no <laughs> mm. no shed those shackles my friend <laughs> Go Bluetooth. It's it's worth the pain of trying to sync at the beginning. 
and charging every once in a while. The charging doesn't bother me. The pairing is always a little annoying, but it's worth it. Uh, yeah. Bluetooth all the way. Uh, also, you guys coming up uh, during the Rocktober, we're going to have a very special uh, Read and Weep live show, an international live show where you can watch us live on the internet, play along, win fabulous prizes. We will get you the exact date, time, and I kind of don't want to say the movie yet. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But you're going to love it. It's it's the Rocktastic. Ah, so good. I think you're going to enjoy it. Oh, I'm so excited about that. So that's coming up. <laughs> uh, feel free to go to readthatstream.com slash meatbuddies if you'd like to support us. Uh, instead of giving your money to DraftKings, you can give it directly to us. One, Even a dollar a month, hugely helpful to us. Uh, that's it. Thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith. Hey, happy to be here. At Ezra Fox. Always a pleasure. Matt Carmen, I love badmovies.com. Get copies of your That's scene. right. Uh, yeah, we're not doing a whole lot because we have a tiny little uh, baby zine that we're raising. Hey. Uh, but I would love to come back for Rocktuber uh, if and when <laughs> The Rock ever does a Mr. Potato Head adaptation. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh,. It's a good thing that you're already fired because <laughs> it would be exhausting we hire him to back? fire you again. Oh yeah, hey Matt, do you want to come back? Yeah, sure. You can get off here. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's been great talking to you, uh, and congratulations on the little baby zine. And uh, uh, we'll talk to you all again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Psh. You gotta bring this song.